This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, I guess hey, Heartbreaker. Seltzer. <laughs> fucking up the recording. Sorry, I was whispering to myself. Do I have to hit accept? On my side, it says just a heads up. This recording has, has started. So I was like, oh, do I have to hit yes to that? And so it's like your 50th recording and we still would think I know by now. It's whatever. Anyway, hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another Breakdown Bonus episode. It's the first bonus episode since the live event. But of course, we have co-worker Justin or ex-co-worker Justin here. Yeah. 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 I'm here. <laughs> ex-co-worker Justin. People were thrilled to see your video at the event. I played for anybody who wasn't there. I played a live video for people to get to see Lexi and Justin uh, chime in. Well, since, you know, Justin's raising his child and Lexi's in Buffalo. I was trying to I was trying to find a situation where I could get you a video with Quinn like I was going to do it with her. Um, and and the two times I tried, she wanted to be the star of the video. You know what I mean? Like she was just like screaming or getting unco- like it just it just wasn't working. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'll get one tonight. And and then I realized like, oh, she needs this by you know a certain time. I guess I'll just send this one from the car. So well, I just give you like a loose deadline because I knew I was going to have to remind Lexi, which of course it was like twelve hours before the event. And I'm like, Lexi, <laughs> Lexi, what's up? Where's my video? Yeah. Love, love you, girl, but like, where the fuck is your video? <laughs> <laughs> I get uh, it. I get it. But for anybody who didn't come to the event, it was so fun. I really hope we can do something like that again, because it was a blast to get to meet everybody face to face and get to do like a live chit chat thing. And hopefully yeah. we can get you out here, Justin. I'd I'm invite about Lexi, it. But we don't know if she'll show up. <laughs> well, and and I feel, well, I guess maybe if Lexi wanted to drive, she could. I just feel like a drive from where I'm at isn't necessarily out of the question where like, I feel like Lexi probably has to fly. She would have to fly. I told her I would take her to a, it's not Hawks. What's the women's basketball team here? Not the Falcons. There's the, yeah, I know, oh, I should know this. The Atlanta, some anyway, there are the dream, the Atlanta dream, 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 dream. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, homegirl, we can get you out here to, to a game and hang out, but we shall see. We love you, Lexi. Maybe if Disney was in this city, she would come visit me. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, this week we talked about a marriage that I think a lot of people could relate to. I felt like it was a very relatable episode. Woman goes through a divorce that seemingly came out of nowhere, but really I felt like it was a lot of little things that led up to this guy just sort of one day randomly being like, I want a divorce. And what was interesting was she in her avoidance, because she talked a lot about how she has an avoidant attachment style, talked a lot about how she would throw divorce out there to kind of scare him or push him away. And I thought that was interesting because my parents have been married for like almost 30 years. And they always said like, that's the one word we never throw out there is the D word. 
It's like the doomsday word. I will say that was like like um, when Nicole and I got married. The only time we ever threw out the D word was like literally afterwards. We go, okay, so when do you think the divorce happens? And like both (laughs) laughed. And now it's like we don't say, don't bring it up, don't say it, don't threaten it. It's just that's that's over the line, I guess, because because once it's out there, then then it's out there, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's different when you're joking about it. But if you're in the heat of the moment, you're right. like, I'm going to effing divorce you. Go get our kid or I'm going to divorce you. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, hey, hold on. You know, because I don't know. Not that it cheapens the marriage. But if if every time there's conflict, you're throwing that as a, a us not being together as a result. It's like, then then what are we doing? If yeah. you're willing to let that go because I forgot to do the laundry, you know, like. <laughs> we, we might need to reevaluate here. Well, it's such an extreme scare tactic. And I, I love what you said about how it cheapens it. I mean, to me, I think it's one thing if you're just going to be in a long-term committed relationship. I mean, I think there's a, a lesser commitment there to where like, okay, well, if you, you're going to throw up breaking up, whatever. But if you stand in front of all your friends and family and say, we're going to do this thing for the rest of our lives, I think you just casually throwing that out in a fight yeah is kind of a low blow yeah and i think it just built up so much to where <laughs> one day she threw it out there not as a joke but sort of like i'm gonna divorce you and he was like okay and she was like wait a second <laughs> yeah. i didn't mean that takes these backseas let's let's rewind i remember the only time nicole and i really argued was because uh, she tried to pull uh, like an april fool's day prank on me uh-huh. where she was gonna like pretend to get upset and break up with me and my kind of style of like in a relationship is like, if we're done, then we're done. Like, I'm not fight. Like, I understand you want me to fight for this. But if you tell me we're broken up, then we're broken up. Like, I'm not forcing you to stay in something. And so the argument we got into was she faked it. And I was just like, oh, all right. Well, that sucks. And she was like, wait, you're not even going to try to like fight for our relationship. I'm like, if your mind's made up, your mind's made up. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to try to change it. So if that's the case, and then she was like, I'm joking. And I'm like, well, then don't joke about that. You know, like that, <laughs> that was like two months into dating, but either way. Yeah. I'm not going to force you to be into this, but right. I mean, she, I thought it was kind of interesting. You can tell that this girl has gone through a lot of therapy because she brought up the fact that they have two very different attachment styles. Mm-hmm. She's avoidant, which is something I can relate to. Like the moment I sense any kind of, little bits of uneasiness. I'm like, all right, deuces. Eh." And she talked a lot about how he had more of an anxious attachment style. So anytime he felt like uneasy in the relationship, he was seeking out validation in different ways. And eventually, (laughs) eventually, is this this marriage just Nicole and I like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So do you relate to this? Do you have the anxious or do you have the avoidance? I feel, well, like, I feel like you, you've worked with me too. I'm kind of like, when I feel like something's off, I'm like, Ooh, but the work I'm doing is good. Right. Like the work that we're putting out there, you like yeah. that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And and so I do that sometimes with Nicole where Nicole's very not avoidance. She just kind of doesn't talk. She like shuts out shuts down essentially. Um, but which is, you. yeah. Yeah. So I mean a little bit like that in a way. Okay. Yeah. So eventually he ends up seeking out validation for another person. Mm. And it's kind of interesting because it's sort of the same situation that she was in. So he had, he was married, I think when they met and then he ends up leaving his wife for her. And then the same thing, like rinse, repeat, he ends up leaving her for another woman. So it's sort of like constantly searching for that kind of validation. Yeah. Um, Which I, I 
I can't entirely relate to because I'm a runner. I can't imagine wanting to run into another relationship after being in one where yeah. it's not going well. I would just be like, this is too much for me. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go hermit up for a little bit. You know, like <laughs> I need a break from everybody. So how do you and Nicole handle conflict as people who have both an anxious and avoidant attachment style? For me, when I can tell she's frustrated or mad, like it's it's just letting her have her time and waiting. Like it, it's literally like, all right, well, I'm going to let you go through whatever you got to go through with it. And when you're ready to talk to me, like I will let I will let you be the one to like reopen the conversation lane um, because that that's usually how that has to go. I was always taught, like, don't go to bed mad at e- each other. Right. And Nicole's like totally okay going to bed mad at me. So, so a lot of the times I'm like, oh, you know, like I just got to like let it happen if that's how it goes. But um, I know for me, a lot of times if she's not mad, but I'm or I'm perceiving it as mad because sometimes that's happened too. where like Nicole's just like a quiet person and I work in the radio, so I'm not at all. So sometimes her like being quiet and relaxing is me being like, oh, my God, are we breaking up? Like what's happening? Um, and so a lot of times I literally like I'll be in the kitchen and I'll just look over and I'll be like, love you. And she'll look at me and she'll be like, love you too, weirdo. Like <laughs> what's wrong with you? And I'll be like, cool, we're good. And like, you know, just little check-ins every once in a while, make sure she's all right. Yeah. Um, I haven't noticed it be annoying to her, but I could see some people finding that annoying, but I think Nicole and I are, are on the same page with it. Yeah. For me, I feel like in conflict, I'm kind of this weird crossroads where I'm not, avoidant in the sense that like I want to avoid conflict or I want to shut down for me I'm like oh there's a conflict we're handling this right now yeah and if you start running from the conflict then I'm gonna be like okay well that makes me feel like this isn't something you, you don't feel comfortable having a conflict about this so maybe I shouldn't so then I yeah. start running. I'm uh, like I don't know what that would even be called because that's not anxious I want to say that's secure. Like, I feel like facing conflict head on is like a very secure thing to do. But at the yeah. same time, maybe it's more of my just internal, like Rocky living inside me, like, let's brawl. And then well, and they- again, it, and it might be one of those, like, because I'm the same way where, like, if Nicole and I were to argue in a perfect situation, like we would we would figure it out right there and then like, hey, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. if things get a little too heated, take a breather and then we'll figure it out. But um, a lot of times it's just like, all right, you got to let them, you know, just, just got to let them have their moment. Cause sometimes they aren't receptive or receiving or understanding what the energy I'm trying to project. They perceive that as aggressive and then it's not. Yeah. How do you feel when she shuts down and you're trying to have like a discussion? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get, I get frustrated because again, like we work in radio, our job is to talk. So like not talking is like, we're really just not going to do this. Like we're not going to just figure it out. I feel like if we just talk, it's a very simple thing and we'll find a conclusion here. And there's been times where that's the case. The next day we wake up and it's like five minutes and it's over. Mm -hmm. And there's some where Nicole just needed her moment. And, you know, uh, whether I was in the wrong or she was in the wrong, she just needed her moment. And then we were good. You know, it's, it's sometimes she just needs that, that, you know, Sometimes you're working on a project and you can't get something to work. You walk away and you come back and you go, oh, this was, oh, this is really easy. Yeah, I think that's how, yeah, I think that's how it is for her. When you guys were dating, did you guys ever have a fight that you were not sure that you'd ever be able to come back from? Honestly, no. 
Okay. And 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 she's the first person that I ever dated that I didn't have one with. So I guess take that as you want. Cause I know a lot of couples that do argue and fight and have had those moments. Um, and I don't think that like makes or breaks a relationship, but Nicole and I've never had one that was like, Oh damn, I don't think we're going to get back from this one. Like, I think this one might, might do us in. Um, and we've had our fair share of arguments, but nothing. It, it's usually more like petty stuff. Like she wants me to stop leaving uh, one second on the microwave but I, I open it so that it doesn't beep because I hate the beeping noise. And then once I knew that, I started making a point to just put in random numbers on there so that she'd get mad. And she's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's the way I show you I love you. You told me you hate this. So now I can never let this hit zero. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. little so, things like that. So, I mean, it seems like even though you guys have two different very two different types of attachment styles, like you've been able to figure it out. Like, what do you think has been a key to you guys having really healthy conflict? Mm, I think both like being willing to talk about it now, like obviously she might want to push it down the line, but at some point we both know we're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we let it like bleed into a text conversation if we have to, obviously with the kid now, like we're both very, very busy. Um, And, and even when the kid's home, like, it, there, I saw a joke that was like married couples with a kid now have to live an entire like day with each other in 45 minutes before going to bed. And it really is that like I when I wake up in the morning, I'm taking care of Quinn until I'm taking her to daycare. And when Nicole gets home from work, she's taking care of Quinn until I get home and finish cooking dinner. And then we both play with Quinn and then she goes to bed and we have like 50 minutes before we both fall asleep that we can either watch a show together or have a conversation and talk. So like it's finally not a miserable temperature outside, which only means one thing. Summer is coming up and let's make one thing clear. There is hibernation Abbey and there is summer Abbey and summer Abbey likes to feel light and healthy. That's why I've been trying out meals from factor. They've got meals shipped to your house that are super easy to heat up in a jiffy. And you're probably like you refrigerated meal that must be so unhealthy and gross. No, I can confirm these are delicious and they have so many different options like calorie smart, keto, protein plus or vegan and veggie. You can also add on more than 60 add-ons every single week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. You get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring, and you don't have to clean anything up. Head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas, make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of 
save options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. It just kind of, it just kind of, we just kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like how our styles vibe. We just, nobody's egos too big, you know? Well, how do you, how do you think becoming parents has changed the way you guys fight? Like, do you feel like when maybe something that you guys would have fought about when you guys didn't have Quinn, you guys just kind of brush it off. Cause y'all like, we just don't have time for that. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's just like, it's more like I'm, I'm sure she's doing it too, but I'm like going out of my way to make sure I'm doing some extra things. Like when I'm watching Quinn, if I'm home, it's like, okay, let me do the, let me do some more dishes. Let me get the dishwasher going. Even though normally I would do that at night, but I know when she comes home, because she's been working all morning and now has the baby, she's not going to have time to do this. So she's gonna be a little stressed out and like just trying to be a little extra on everything to like, make sure everybody's still going and taking care of it, I guess. Oh, what a good husband, Justin. Snaps we for try. We try. <laughs> so overall, do you think the adjustment to becoming parents has gone pretty well? It has. There's been some moments where like, it, this is going to sound so bad, but there's been moments where I was like, we have to do this for the rest of our lives. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what happens when you have a kid. Yeah, yeah, and and Quinn's awesome, and and um, it it really helps. Like, you know how how career oriented I am and career driven I am, and with the kid, it really has to take a back seat because you just like it, I would just stay in this building and get everything done and just do what I do and make make TikTok videos for stuff and work on my personal account and all this stuff, and it just there's no time anymore. And instead of staying in the building and making some TikTok videos that might impress somebody down the line to get me a bigger position or bigger role, it's like, I get it, but I'd rather spend that hour and a half with my wife and Quinn. And so that's what we're doing. And so, you know, not things falling through the cracks. It's just, I'm not doing the extra, extra stuff that, you know, you you and I used to do when we were here. Like it's, I'm just not doing that anymore. Yeah, but I also think that's that's good for you too because I think it forces you to have a better work life balance. You know what I mean? Like you're right. Why would I choose to go home when you know me and my wife have all the time in the world together, and I can just stay here and get the extra work done? But like, I think it's really forcing you to cherish your personal yeah. life more. Yeah, and and you know, like the weekends, like we have weekends together, um, but really, like you know, and and Quinn and I have some alone time together. You know, when I'm waking her up. Uh, before daycare where we have about 45 minutes of me essentially having to get all the stuff packed up and then her packed up and then we roll out to daycare. So usually it turns into about, we have about 10 minutes of playtime in the morning where it's like just me and her. And those are the only 10 minutes where I get where it's just me and her, you know, like those 10 minutes, I look forward to that every morning and I'm not a morning person, but I'm up an hour and a half before that, you know, uh, getting ready for work, packing my gym clothes, uh, packing all her bottles and stuff like getting it ready so that 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 10 minutes I know once she's done eating I can bring her downstairs and we can play for 10 minutes before we leave you know like stuff like that 
Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> well, I mean, like, but it's really how it is, you know, like I daycare is a necessary evil. We have to take her to daycare. I hate it. And I'm sure any parent would agree with me. Like if you're in a situation where you and your wife have to work, daycare has to happen. I hate it because I have to pay for it. It's like 300 a week. It's expensive as hell. It's like another mortgage. It's literally another mortgage. I hate it, but it, but I have to do it. Nothing is harder than walking my daughter into this group of people who are very obviously qualified and very nice. I'm not hating on them. I would hate dropping her off with anybody other than Nicole and maybe like my parents and her parents, you know, like it's just, it's tough. So. I know, but you, you seem to be handling it really well. And you and um, Nicole are amazing parents and crushing the game and like literally are such relationship goals and I think have so much to to share. And that's why I always have you on to chit chat about your relationship. We'll have to we'll have to have a Nicole come on and she'll be like, oh my God, it's horrible. Like <laughs> <laughs> we really should have Nicole on it. Whenever you whenever we can get Quinn down for a little nappy and we can get uh, Nicole on. We can come have her on and give. That's uh, that's what we fight about the most is I tell Nicole all the time she coddles our daughter and she's like, you can't coddle her at four months old. I'm like, when she's with me, she doesn't try to sleep on my chest all day. She wants to play and like because <laughs> she's with her dad. She knows it's go time. But when she's it's time mom, to go, <laughs> she's with her mom. She feels safe. It's really cute. Yeah. I know. Oh, and that first time where she clearly just wanted to be with her and not me, I was like, Quinn, <laughs> I'm so betrayed. <laughs> what the hell? I'm supposed yeah. to be the favorite parent. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. So, you know, you just find your times that you're able to communicate with each other, whether it's the 45 minutes at the end of night when the kid's sleeping or or whenever. But it's it's definitely uh, different. It's not like, you know, one thing I definitely don't want to do is argue in front of her. So, um because I've even read at this young age, it can have impacts. Well, they absorb everything. Yeah. Your kids really, I mean, more than anything, you can tell them what to do all day long, but really they're just going to pick up on your habits. She, she is, you can watch it too. You'll be hanging out there and she'll be like, she'll be like watching me, whatever I'm doing, you know? And I'm like, Oh my God, you're just like, you're just taking it all in. Yeah. But I also don't think it's a bad idea to showcase conflict that's not inappropriate or getting out of hand like especially as Quinn's growing up because my parents have a very healthy relationship and I've only seen them fight like really really fight twice yeah and I think that wasn't super healthy because I think it's important to show that normal healthy relationships aren't like constantly smooth sailing so like growing right. up, when I would have friend groups and there would be fights I would immediately think well good relationships you don't fight Don't do this yeah yeah so this must mean that there's something wrong and i should get out mm -hmm. whereas like if you know you display healthy conflict or show that like you do get in arguments and you do get in disagreements it seems more normal and i think would you know help her be able to build those skills yeah and i think i think it makes sense to to see you know your parents argue and resolve a situation and then you go okay they you know like even even this relationship that that I'm looking up to, you know, subconsciously or consciously is is able to resolve these things for sure. Yeah. It's sort of like when you see just someone's highlight reel of their marriage on Instagram, right. like, wow, they're it's, so perfect. And if it yeah. if relationship doesn't look anything like that, that there's something wrong with me. But right. no relationship looks like that all the time. 
Right. It's like we like Nicole and I post all the pictures of Quinn being cute and doing her little things. It's like, well, we don't post when she has a blowout. And, you know, yeah, we're out yeah. here trying to like <laughs> get her shirt off without getting it all <laughs> over, you know? <laughs> no, I think that's also contributing to why I think there's and this is I don't know if this is even controversial, but I feel like a lot of young influencers sort of have this idealized version of what it means to be a parent because they see yeah. influencers post. Oh, yeah. OOTDs with their babies and I don't know and I'm not trying to project anything onto them but no. I don't know if they really like think about what the reality of of being a parent is it kind of in general right like an overall view of anything on social media you're only going to get the good stuff right even events we do with the station there's behind the scenes stressors that everyone's mad about and there's about to be a fight about but that's not going to make it on social media because at the end of the day, we want it to project and show this awesome thing that happened or event or life that we're having. So it, it's kind of that kind of starts getting into a deeper social media as a whole kind of conversation. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with like my live event. I was kind of thinking about that. I mean, I was having like a career high this weekend. And yeah. then on Monday, I was having like the worst day ever. Like I I bought two quarts of Edie's ice cream because I <laughs> actually felt like I had an emotional void I needed to fill. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. It's, you know, I I I am the same way, you know. It, it, I referenced the the work stuff, right? Like I'm having the most fun time with my family and we're posting all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I still am like, man, like I feel work-wise, I feel like I'm not, something's not there. Like, what is it? You know what I mean? And and But that's the stuff that doesn't make it on social media. That's the stuff that gets figured out behind the scenes or doesn't, you know, depending on how things go. Yeah. Well, as we're wrapping things up, do you have any final words of wisdom from your marriage? Have seven kids. No. <laughs> Ew, wait, what? No. No. Seven oh, you kids. Want, you want seven kids? Is that what, no. is that what this don't, is going to do? Don't, don't, if you have to play zone defense against your kids, it's too many. Don't have more than two. If you can man-to-man -man coverage, you're fine. That's a lot of sports references, but, but if you can man-to-man -man coverage your kid, you're fine. Once you have to go zone defense on them, then, then you got some problems. Listen, I have a lot of Swifties listening and we're all football experts now. So we get yeah. the I... Not that I think it's fake, but I think it's a little fake. It's not even a little bit fake. I guarantee. Oh, I hope you're right. This is a whole other conversation. If it is fake, it is the best fake thing I've ever yeah. seen. I, I hope you're right because I, I really want it to be that way because like the, just all of it is so awesome. But like, I don't know. I'm so jaded now because I see how like stupid like things are already conversations happen that aren't on social media and then things happen on social media. Yeah. And so like part of me just thinks everything's fake, literally everything. So that's my kind of like biased <laughs> filter. The only reason I think it's not fake is because, and I didn't realize, and this is totally off topic. So sorry to anybody who literally hates Taylor Swift, <laughs> about Taylor Swift is I saw that he went to the Eras tour yeah. like in early July and he didn't yeah. post about it until late July. And so I almost wonder, oh. was, I almost wonder if they met up in between because somebody said he was in New York yeah. in mid July and then didn't post about it to the end of July. So it's kind of a smart way to sort of test drive how people are going to feel about this relationship. But mm -hmm. I don't know, regardless if, if it's real or fake, it is damn entertaining. I, I agree. And, and obviously, um, a lot of other people agree because the stats, the the amount of searches for her, for his name, Taylor Swift's, and their collab relationship name like skyrocket. And 
Jersey sales are through the roof. So, well, you know, it works. I was this close to buying Kansas City Chiefs merch. And I don't, I've literally never watched them play a day in my life other than the, the game on Sunday. Well, uh, I have a coworker here that would have really liked that because he oh, is a yeah, massive yeah. Chiefs fan. <laughs> That's funny. I was thinking about Tank. I'm like, Tank yeah. would be so much shit about this. He would. He, he doesn't hate it, though. It, it doesn't seem like he hates it. He just He's like me, where he just thinks everything's fake. It's like, oh, he's probably got a song about a convertible already in the bank, ready to go. <laughs> the only Yeah, he shouldn't be mad about it, because if something like this was going on with like the Florida Gators, which is my team, I would just be excited that people are excited about my team. I also know that Taylor Swift is a big Philadelphia Eagles fan, so I like the conspiracy that she's doing it to distract him so that the Eagles can win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if she's an undercover agent, it's oh, kind of because her brother, her brother, or his brother plays for the Eagles. So like that would be, oh my god, <laughs> which there is a Swift on the Eagles as well. So it's kind of funny. It's that is also, and this is the last thing I'll say about it. He was on my fantasy football team last year d uh i don't yeah. know i don't know what his first name is because it's d swift on fantasy football but yeah. I, don't, I only drafted him because of his last name and I kept, I kept calling him daler swift <laughs> i love that and so i have no idea what this man's first name is but i'm like you know what go daler <laughs> yep hey listen i'm I'm okay with it i like it I, i'm all about it so either way we'll, we're along for the ride regardless of if you want to be or don't want to be it's just damn entertaining. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to head us out here. Thanks for tuning in. And I will see y'all whenever you decide to tune in next.